Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Listen up, NBA fans. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up using code TBE. Select between two and six NBA players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Track your picks and play against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now using code TBE and take on the competition with your best NBA player picks. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Valid only in states where DraftKings Pick 6 operates. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, please visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Just to lift your spirit, make you wanna revisit. Tell your friends, take a listen. Young folks say it's lit, old folks say we dig it. Hey, Can't no bitch do what you do. Hey, Can't no bitch do what you do. 
hey, hey, this is comedian Flay Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn. Here with my wonderful producer, Mr. Aaron. Listen, you guys, I missed you all last week, but I'm so glad I'm back this week. We are going to have an amazing time today. I got a conversation I want to have with somebody who who piques my interest. And y'all know I'm not interested in much. But he piques my interest. Uh, he sparks my fuel. He makes me think about who I am and why I am who I am in this country. And I'm not talking about my sexuality. I'm talking about this beautiful badge of honor that God blessed me with. This chocolate melody that I love. So I'm not going to even go down the whole list and all of that. We're not going to do all that. I just want you guys, all my flamettes, to welcome the good brother, Mr. Riza Islam, to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Make some noise. <laughs> I'm a whole crowd of my... <laughs> Come on. I'm, you know I'm honored to be here with you. I know you were there with me, so... We, we family, so this is a beautiful thing. And as soon as you said I need you to come on the show, I said you tell me the time and the date. And, and I appreciate you being so, so just, uh, um, what's the word I want to say? Um, uh, ooh, I can't think of it. I just had a brain. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you being so receptive. What I want you un- my audience to understand is that Rizzi Islam is a full-on Muslim. Yeah. I full-on trans woman. The optics mm-hmm. are beautiful. The heart is magnificent. The color is the same, but we are Americans. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to always remember that, that whatever your presentation you see, if you're born in America and you're an American, you're an American. We had the greatest, dopest conversation yesterday on Reason's platform on, um, oh, let me get it right. Let me get it right. <laughs> all right, let's do it. <laughs> it oh, oh, I can't even think of it at all. What's the all name right. of the show? An intellectual extremist. Intellectual I know. Mind you, I messed up that name three times trying to say it. <laughs> Uh, and it was great it was a it was an honest it was not an interview it was an honest conversation between two american black people in this country which is what we're going to do today that's right right now you were so instrumental and so inspirational for me during the pandemic when my mind was i was teeter-tottering on the fence about if i wanted to get vaccinated or not and i just listened to so many different people but when i ran across you it really made me sit down and think of what I wanted to do, not what somebody else wanted me to do. It made me think about what I wanted to do. And I know you're a couple of years younger than me. I'm only 39. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, I want to know, and, and this is what I want younger people to understand with older people. It's not that we don't listen to it. We don't want to learn. We just, it, it depends on who is coming from and how you are transferring that information. Right. We're clear. You were genuine and concise. That meant a lot to me. Why was this so important for you is what I want to ask for you to stand your ground when it came down to the vaccine. Absolutely. The first thing is my my mother's a naturopathic doctor, right? So she was a medical nurse first. So she knew the ins and outs of what the system was doing. She was trained by them. She understood the system. She was trained in the system. And she had a problem with the system because they started to push nothing but pharmaceuticals. So it was naturopathic remedies, you already know, vitamins, minerals, exercise, proper diet. That's how it used to be until they switched everything to take a pill, take a pill, take a pill for everything, take a pill. And so she saw that as a problem. So she said, you know what, I'm going to switch into naturopathy. So she started to pursue the naturopathic remedies and just stayed right there. And that's how she raised us. We were raised right here in Compton, California, probably one of the only families who didn't get sick. None of us took shots. Anytime we had any kind of sniff or anything, we get golden seal, aloe vera, like that's, we went to that. So from that point, just in my childhood, I was always raised to be this way. 
So as a point when it came to these shots and people not learning about the history, number one, and it's not just Tuskegee. Tuskegee actually is one of the small circumstances compared to all the rest of the other circumstances. But when I started to see what they were doing to the people, I said, I can't sit here knowing that I've been involved in this topic for nearly a decade long before this virus and this whole process. Oh, there was there was plenty of this, plenty of this that I personally were involved in. And I said, I can't sit here and let the people get lied to like this. I, I just I can't do it. I at least am going to give you information that we can make your own decision. That's what it's been about from the very beginning for me. Get the right information so you can make your own decision. That's it. That, that is that is fantastic. And I'm telling you, Reza, I I was I'm not I'm not anti-vaccine though. I'm not right. even anti-vaccine. But it was the way that it was presented to me. It was yeah. the, the warp speed and then the sit outside in the sun and bake, bake, <laughs> bask get the glow for three days. Right. All those just made me nervous. And I'm like, I got too much foreign particle in my body as it is with the black market silicone. I got breast implants. Yeah. I got injections. What if them two, th- those two different ingredients don't get along? It ain't like I could take a spoon and stick it in and pull one of them out. Right. That's true. I lost the limb or lost my ability to see or no. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, I was afraid everybody would like Saul. But I love the <laughs> fact that you stood on that and I watched you do that because I, I think for myself, I want to ask you because I got a lot of backlash by not taking the the, the dab. And did, you, did you? Uh, you know what? <laughs> It's not that I received backlash because people pretty much knew, like I said, they they knew me from years before this about other shots. So they've already known. But the same thing is not that I was against shots in general, period. It's that you have to be informed about everything on both ends, the good and the bad. And that's the problem that I noticed, which was, you know, doctors and uh, medical professionals, they have something called informed consent. This is what they're supposed to give the patient. But the sad thing is, if you don't tell them, I want the informed consent then they are not necessarily going to give it to you, which means they're going to give you the good and the bad, the positives and the negatives and the alternatives. So if I want to take this shot, what are some of the other things that I can do? Then they'll give you the naturopathic route, they give you the herbalist route, they give you the nutritionist route. That's what informed consent is. They're supposed to give you these things, but because they were not doing that and they were attacking people and all that, I said, well, you can attack me, but if you're going to attack me, just know you're going to get all the smoke with all the facts. That's all you're going to get coming from me and that's what they ended up doing that's why they didn't bring me on certain platforms but the platforms i did go on they got all these facts and today it stands true everything that we said that's that confident in you that mother <laughs> might <laughs> can i ask you a personal question were you raised by mom and dad or just a single parent mostly my mother let me tell you, i did tell your mother i've taken my hat and my wig off to her i admire you let me Absolutely. tell you what i admire about you the most yeah that's on what you believe it is so many wishy-washy people out here right they with the masses and don't use their own brain and i'm telling you because it's the most popular does not always make it the most right and it needs to feel right to you and i love that about it. and i and i watched you take a lot of heat we watched we, i just watched the stupid thing when you get when it came out with all the foolishness after twitter has shut you down and we found out that you were on the list of the fbi and everything yep how did that affect your career? <laughs> I want to know. I'm yeah. these- you know what? You you know how it feels to be blackballed, to be talked about, to have jobs removed from you, uh, to have some of your own colleagues not respond to you anymore, not pick up your phone. You know how this feels. Um, but for me, again, because I'm not necessarily in the commercial world, I'm not in the performing arts, you know, for example, and I'm not in sports or things like that. It didn't 
necessarily do much in that arena, but it did do certain things when it came to speaking engagements, um, interaction with certain platforms, people not wanting to be around me because, you know, you hear FBI list, you hear government watch list. Some people take that as a badge of honor, which I did. I absolutely did. I said, wait a minute. So you're attacking me because I'm speaking the truth that benefits the human family. I'm not just fighting for black folk. I'm fighting for everybody. Right. And you attack me because of that. I took that as a badge of honor. Did it affect my money? Yes, it did. Did they shut down my platforms? Absolutely. Because we use social media, you know, to sell our products and, and to, you know, make the, the things known that we want people to know or uh, to promote whatever we're doing. So when they cut my Facebook at over 130,000 followers, they cut my uh, YouTube at 149,000 subscribers, they cut my original Instagram at over half a million followers, which two and a half, three years ago, I was over half a million followers back then. So if they didn't shut me down, I'd probably be upwards of four or five million right now. So all of that affected me financially. Absolutely. And it did cause people to kind of shy away from me because they got nervous. They got really nervous. Like, wait a minute. The matter, matter of fact, I'll tell you this. Flame, when that happened, they announced this from the White House. From the White House. They said the list of 12 people, they said they are called the disinformation dozen. You're talking about Jen Psaki who was the former White House press secretary, she said, these people are dangerous. They announced this from the White House. Once that happened, I had the first two artists, I'm not going to say their names, but two major artists, celebrities, called me, asking me, was I okay? Saying that they they knew I was doing the work, they knew I was helping the people, fighting for us. They said, but man, I didn't realize that it was to this degree that the government is really pissed off at, at you and 11 other people. Man, this is crazy. And I said, no, this is really what it looks like in modern time, when you truly standing up on principle against this system, there are levels to this thing. That <laughs> says so. Now y'all see what it really looks like. Ooh, was one of those people, Nick Cannon? <laughs> 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 we heard from. And, and right. I want to ask, as a black man, and just as a man, this has nothing to do with your faith or your religion. <laughs> did you ever rethink what well, maybe I should not have? Because I'm, I have had that because just like you, I was blacklisted. I've lost money. Mm-hmm. From my own community, because I speak the way I speak and feel how I feel. But in my head, I was like, well, maybe I should have rethunk it or maybe. And then something took over me was like, no, because then I'm lying to myself. I can lie to 10 other people. I can't look my spirit and lie to me. It's hard. That's right. That's right. I'll tell you, you know what, for I was always raised this way. See, I I was never conditioned to look up to the system in any way. I didn't believe in, in white Jesus. I didn't believe in Santa Claus. I didn't. I'm not indoctrinated at all whatsoever, should I say, for the most part, to my knowledge. So therefore, I never had that as a mentality. But then again, my reality is different. So other people like yourself who had that because you're like, wait a minute, no, this is really messing up my livelihood. It does cause you from a responsible viewpoint. Like, wait a minute, maybe I could have gone about that in a more wise way that I've said it differently. It's natural to think that way. For me, I said I knew exactly what I was getting myself into. I already knew um, now, did I think they were going to move as swiftly as they did? Hell no. I did not expect it to move so quick. But when it happened, I said, you know what? I'm not surprised. Um, I-, I will say the other part of it was that it did hurt slightly because people who you think really are going to stand there next to you, be there for you, said they're going to they be right there. Some of those people were not. That was the only thing I would say, you know, but I- outside of that, I expected everything else. With you being such a religious person with, with your belief in Allah, because I'm a strong believer in God. Absolutely. Uh, did it make you run to your faith more because your faith is shaken? Your yeah. faith is... It, I, I ran to God on my knees, on my face down, like, listen, 
Don't let my mouth, which you gave me as a gift, also be my coffin. Mm. I, don't, I don't want. Yes. Critical point. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's definitely that's where we that's where my faith goes before and after these trials before and after. You know, what I mean, we, we always say, you know, I seek refuge. I seek refuge in the Allah from the accursed Satan. You know, I mean, I'm always seeking refuge because I know this is a battlefield we're going out to. So make sure you cover me, protect me, shield me, you know, give me the strength that I need, the guidance, you know, the motivation to stand on integrity. Because a lot of people, you know, they, they, they say I'm with God, I'm with God. But once that integrity is tested, like you said, it's a lot of people who don't make it because your faith starts to go more into money, money, money versus God. And it's like, OK, how what what how much does a, a dollar cost for real for some people? Like, what are you really willing to sacrifice to make it to that other side? Because you already know the rich man, he would give up all of his wealth to have another day of life. He tried to get into heaven. He tried to pay God to get into heaven. It's like, yo, really? <laughs> You're not called that don't work around here. And that's certain things that we have to, you know, understand is that some of us don't have a price. And once you get yeah. to that, you know, people who get to that point, they see us and they respect us more because they have multi-million dollar companies, but they don't have no peace. They don't have people that they can trust around them. They don't have a sincere group of family members who they can love because they don't cut everybody off, sacrifice people. They, you know, cut corners just to get to where they are. And they, a lot of them regret it. You know, so so making money is not a problem. It's how we do it. You know, it's just exactly. how we do it. Now, were you raised in the Muslim faith or did you become a Muslim after you became a grown up? Uh, no, I was actually raised in the nation of Islam. And I mean, everything from praying in Arabic. All of that happened. I, I, I was praying in Arabic before I knew what I was saying in English. <laughs> you know, brother, my baby brother is a, a, a practicing Muslim now. Oh, really? He's into the faith. Yeah, he's been into the faith for a few years. He just breaks out and prays three or four times a day mm -hmm. and his sabbaticals and everything. And so when he knew that I was talking with you, he's like, because my real Marcus, he said, Mark, you're talking. <laughs> Brother Rizzo, I said, I am. He said, oh my God. Said, wow. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you, we get a lot of love. <laughs> I ended up speaking to anyone else. But when he knew I was talking to you, he almost had a meltdown. Wow. <laughs> because this is what's going to blow people's mind. When I was on the Breakfast Club the last time, I talked about how I listened to the teachings of the minister, Minister Farrakhan, mm -hmm. teaching me, reminding me that I'm a black man, a black person mm -hmm. in this country. Right. And, but my presentation is so different. Mm -hmm. And, when I got, I told you I got an email from uh, one of the brothers of the nation. So, and when you told me what you told me yesterday, I want you to know that made my heart, my, my heart smile. Yeah. It really made my heart. You said, Flame, I told some of the brothers I was interviewing you, and they smiled and lit up. You know, that is kind of unheard of to me. Wow. That a would accept a person of a transgender experience. Mm -hmm. to, like, you know, not like welcoming me into the fold, but just to be cool to want to listen to oh, me. Oh, yeah, come on. I, <laughs> I, no, but no, seriously, Riz, I'm telling wow. you, I've been a woman a long time. Right. I have went over many, many hurdles and hills and dealt with all types of people from even when I was in prison to politics to everywhere. And everybody, just because they have don't have a religious faith, they don't open up to me because my presentation right. is strong and I stand on who I am. Right. I'm not going to change me for nobody but God. Right. He got to come personally. <laughs> but I told you yes. Yeah, I can't explain these titties. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I told so, you, you family. How is it the brothers of because you know a lot of people think that the, the Muslim brothers, starting with the leader, spew hate. I never heard it. How is it that you and these brothers can show this solidarity towards 
somebody like me. And I'm asking a very honest and genuine question. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I'll say it this way. See, one thing that a lot of people get mixed up is the religious dogma with the spiritual practice. See, we, we, we're spiritual people. We have a lifestyle. That's, that's another thing. We don't really have a religion. We have a lifestyle. All right. So that means you don't sacrifice your people because you think they're not worthy to go along with the practice. And now that means you separate now. It's like, no, 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 hold on. We all came up out of hell. A lot of us came from families who did drugs, sold drugs, was in prison. We came out of prison. Some of us ourselves done been on the street, in the street, around the street. We just come on. See, we, we got to we got to keep things real for some people out here. That's why when I talk to people, and I'm like, I'm a black man from Compton. At the end of the day, you can say whatever you want to say. My family done did it all from, like I said, drugs, game bang. And I got bloods and crips in my family. I just had a, a family uh, gathering because, you know, I lost uh, my older brother, one of my older brothers recently. So we had a going away ceremony for him. I'm talking about bloods right here, crips right here, some of them drinking over there, some of them smoking over there. And here I am. I'm an active, you know, Muslim in the nation of Islam. But we family. I, I don't need to judge my family. What are you talking about? It's like, wait a minute. I can be in that grave in two minutes. So why am I going to waste my time trying to judge you knowing that, like you said, you're having your experience. But, you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, what this system sees you as, sees me as, sees us as. They don't give a damn. We can call ourselves whatever that, whatever we want to call ourselves. They're like, you are expendable and we're going to get rid of you as quickly as we can. That's it. So, you know, so we're family at the end of the day. That's all I got to say. I love that. And and first of all, condolences for your brother. Thank you. Oh, excuse me. But uh, oh, I, and I love that you see people. That is all I yeah. ever tell people. See the people. Stop seeing what they look like or what, what denomination they are right. or what sex. Just see the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, see me. I'm so fair with that, which is why I'm treated so differently in one community and treated so another way in my own community. Yeah. It, it's ugly to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm 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 old. No, no, like you, you were telling me that too yesterday, which um which blew my mind because to be honest with you. Like you said, Minister Farrakhan doesn't spew hate. We don't spew hate. It's just the, no. the true haters who happen to control a large amount of influence in media or banking or sports and in the industry of, you know, uh, performing arts, acting, et cetera. When we speak the truth about this system, the people who run the system don't like the fact that we're speaking the truth about the fact that they run the system. <laughs> so yeah. they say we're haters. And it's like, but you don't have any documented, you know, circumstance of us attacking anybody outside of self-defense because we're not no soft people either. All right. We, we do believe in self-defense, but we don't go out yeah. attacking people. We don't attack you because of your gender. We don't attack you because of your religion. We don't attack you because of your gang relation, your politics. That's not how we are. We do our best to be civilized and be a good example because we know we came from the same situations. That's it. So we just do our best to be a good example. Osama bin Laden Muhammad said, don't condemn the dirty glass. Simply put a clean glass up next to it. Just be a good example. That's all Minister Farrakhan said. And he said, I love my family who is LGBT and this and that. He's like, I, that, don't, that don't move me. He said, but how you treat people does. That man there and so many Muslim brothers, yourself included, have just, I love, you know what? I, lo- I love the sense of family and community that the Muslim brothers push, yeah. especially over in their wives and and, and their women mm-hmm. because many men are so disrespect and I'm not talking about just black men I'm just talking about men in right. general are so disrespectful to women you know and 
Farrakhan, Minister Farrakhan always teaches love your wife and, and, and watching over the black. He talks about the black woman, but, and I know he mean women in general, but I know he, we, he's right. us. He's part of us. Talks about us. And that, and that is, you know, where he's not this, he don't need to be. He wasn't raised in the white households. He was raised in a black household. Right. We can only tell what we damn know. I was raised in a black house. I know what it is to have a black mm-hmm. mother. But the way he had not admonishes women and holds women up, I wish some of these younger brothers would hear that and learn that and understand that you will never be a successful man in this life to me. This is my opinion without a good woman or good woman on your mm. side. Come on. That's a fact. <laughs> I, I strongly believe that, you know, and, and when I say that as a trans woman, they're like, well, what that? <laughs> what? So if it's a sin, if you got you a good man on your side or whatever you have. I'm looking at that too, but I'm just saying that you need a partner in life to lean right. on, to depend on, and in times of this or that. Now you both hold your own equal weight, but I love that he because I'm old school, so I believe that the man is supposed to take care of the household, right. and I pushes that. And so many, well, if the women got to do this, some of these young brothers' philosophy is so off True. to me. Reason I'm like, can't even get you can't get through to them because they man is fucked mm-hmm. up. Yeah, this last. <laughs> but it, and they look at me like I'm an anomaly. They're like, are you a man or are you a woman? I say I'm Flame Monroe. I don't need to be anything else. There is no explanation I need for nobody yeah. else. But you brothers be so powerful. And you know, after after having a sit down with you yesterday, I came home and watched Denzel Washington and Malcolm. Oh, oh wow. my god! I was, <laughs> that's the police station at Point my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I love it. I love to see that, and that's the reason why. Having the conversations are necessary because, believe it or not, you know, when you bring up the minister and how we treat our women, et cetera, and you said you can't get through this life without having that, you know, good, strong woman next to us, especially growing up in our communities. You know how this is. Our families have been destroyed and strategically divided. But, you know, you you have an image of a time where you saw most of our families together or at least practicing that mentality of family yeah. being together. That that was, it was a little different now because social media, because we're looking up to these false idols and certain people in relationships that don't even really exist. They don't practice what they preach and they're putting up a good facade for some of them. But in this all these false standards being put up, so our generation is getting caught up in this trap, watching these people. And it's like, wait a minute, I'm going to, first of all, not only have a woman, I'm going to be married because we're taught that we're only 50% a Muslim until we get married. We're not even a real, a full man until we get married. That's what we're taught in the nation. So I'm like, wait a minute, I'm out here handicapped the whole time. That's that's my what I'm having, right? So I'm like, okay, until that happens, we can't even fully call ourselves that because that means we are completing the other half of our faith when we come together. See, it's, it makes it more of an obligation to have a level of discipline, build yourself up. You know, sharpen yourself as a man so that when you finally do come in contact with the proper woman, you can treat her the way she needs to be treated, respect how she needs to be respected. And they're taught the same way as sisters. You see, because this, this whole world has changed us into something that's crazy as hell, you know, on, on a base level. No morals, no ethics. Don't treat nobody the way you want to be treated. Just crazy, regardless to your orientation, regardless to your politics, regardless to your race, any of that. We have to be able to treat others the way we want to be treated. So that's how we're taught. But when it comes to how we treat the, the sisters, we're very critical about that because of how we were manipulated and I would say reverse engineered, taken out of our manhood and out of our humanity into something that's an enemy. So we have to relearn that.
Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. You know, yesterday you and I were talking politics and I brought up Biden and I know you're not a Biden supporter. <laughs> I'm not a politics supporter. But, but yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but we can't well, no, we can't get away from it because they always don't keep like 
uh, take us to your leader. Mm. I wish with the alien to come. I wish the leader was that other one, that orange one, because I took the alias to his ass. Get picking with y'all. But so would you not? So do do you vote? I knew I vote locally for the most part. For the most part, because I know that directly can be um, obligatory, meaning they have to abide by that mayor's city council. Uh, school boards, all that stuff, which everybody should be doing that regardless in your city because that affects directly. Absolutely. Those are the you to Exactly. The exactly. And, th- and then when it comes to that, as far as the presidential election, um, I haven't participated in that, I would say, for maybe the last two presidencies. Uh, you haven't. haven't? But you did, did you vote for President I Obama? I did. First time. But not the not second, second time. time. <laughs> I, I have to ask you why because I'm intrigued absolutely well the first thing is you know we have to always remember that this system is the system it it has uh, it does not respect any person it has its own agenda and it has to survive it bases itself in the system of white supremacy and it's doing its best to survive the crazy part is that we believe that if someone who looks like us gets access to that seat that they are now going to do things for us because they now have the seat when the reality is the seat is the seat, no matter who sits in it. Sometimes they may get a crazier person sitting in it, a person who may care more about one demographic of people than the next, a person who may say, I'm here to do this or that. But the seat is the seat. And it always has its own pre-written agenda, literally, before you even sit in it. So Obama, we're taught, was selected before he was elected. And OK, oh. and what I mean, I mean they, they really... He was a good community organizer in Chicago, did a lot of beautiful work in Chicago. I mean, he was really doing some good work. So the brother, he's not some somebody who just popped up. No, he really was doing legitimate good work. Uh, but when it became the presidency, they already had a pre-written script so that they could do certain evil things with his face, a black man's face on it, so that they could later on say, see, look, we put a, your, your, your guy in there. Look, look what your boy did. You see, so now a lot of people blame Obama for everything bad. Was like, uh, half the stuff y'all talking about was under Bush. Some of the other stuff was under Clinton. Some of the, you know, like, wait a minute. So you just, you're just trying to bash the black man. Wait a minute. This is the seat of the president of the United States. Oh, y'all got to remember this. So he didn't go in there and do all these different things. The system did what it did, had his face in it. And some of these moves he did contribute to as well. So he has to take his responsibility for the good and the bad. But we always have to remember the system, the seat. This is the seat of Pharaoh. This is the seat of modern Rome, modern Babylon. It's the seat. So whatever comes with the seat is what comes with the seat. That's why we have to separate it. And as black people, we definitely thought he was the I second know. coming. Let me just. I know. Yes, we can. See, <laughs> I love that he was selected before he was elected. But two things. I'm from Chicago, right. too. The reason he was so successful because he married a black that's woman the, from that's Chicago. A fact. That's, that's a, a fact. And that is a fact. And oh, he was such a cool gent. I love his. You know, he was like the male Stacey Abrams. To uh, me. You never see him get the temper stays the mm-hmm. same. He's always factual, mm-hmm. ready. You know, there was I love and I love Stacey Abrams because Stacey Abrams comes so correct. I want to be equipped yeah. like that, but I get emotional and I'm cussing out everybody. <laughs> everybody, I got. You. I love that she equipped and ready to do that. We talked about that yesterday. I cannot wait for people to hear the interview that we the conversation that, that we had yesterday. And, and um, your 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 <laughs> woman was the what's her name Kayla. again? She was Kayla, the nicest. Oh, she's so pretty. Let me tell you something. I thought she was beautiful when she, y'all came to the club last week. 
But yesterday when I got the chance to see her in the light, I was like, oh my God, this lady is lovely. <laughs> oh my God, I don't look like right. you. That is, and this is why I admire and respect women. I am a female impersonator and I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for nobody else in my community. I I admire women that beautiful like that because that is what I aspire to be when I'm hey. working. When I am in my element and I want to be a beautiful woman. When I'm not working, I don't want even nobody to recognize me. Unfortunately, hey. they do. But um, that and and, and I, I I will always give respect to a woman because I, I think of my hey, mom. Yeah. You know, I look like my mother. I act like hey. my mother. I try to get away from my mother as much as possible. And every time I go look in the mirror, I see that. <laughs> wow. That's with makeup on or without, but it looks like some of my community sisters are trying to to come just completely uh, discard that, and I don't get that. Right. But that is their they could be mad at me anyway when it's having <laughs> that interview coming. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I call, I call it like I see it, and that that uh, hopefully that ain't disrespectful to nobody. But Riza, I'm telling you, that it made me really rethink about who I was. Like maybe I should never speak on politics yeah. as funny out to my my community or what have you but it's so baffling and i'm telling you the world is such such an uproar with all the foolishness and all yes. the crime but I'm petrified that if we lose the white house yeah. in november i'm not even that more afraid of trump as i am of the other one from florida oh yeah yeah i understand i yeah see that's the, <laughs> that's the thing when it comes to politics see this is something that um a lot of people don't know actually because i don't i don't talk about it too often but when i went to college i didn't graduate first off right i went to compton college my major was political science so i was going to go into politics this was my goal i was going to go into politics run for school board I oh did. yeah I did. <laughs> yeah i was serious too i had the whole thing mapped out i mean when i was running for um the associated student body president over there in compton that i put a picture up of me next to obama as my promo flyer to run for student body president. I was, I was so serious. I was um, 18 in 2008. You know, so I was really serious about it because I said, you know what, the way that I can help my people is by going into politics to help to, you know, do things that really impact, that really change conditions, or so I thought. And that was until my first day, I'm talking about the first class playing, my teacher, um, who was an alumni from UCLA, political science teacher, I will never forget this, this short little white man who just said the truth. He opened up the class by saying, for those of you who think you know anything about politics, just know that everything you thought you knew is a lie. So first thing this man yes. said, I'm like, OK, I'm listening to him. He said, no, politics is not controlled by the vote. Politics is controlled by money and money interest only. And those who have the money control the vote and those who control the vote are the ones who control the destiny of everything else. And so well, when he said that, it hit me because I'm like, yes, votes matter in certain instances. They do. They're not totally you know, uh, useless, but to vote comes from a word, which means a wish. So voting is a wish, right? You're praying for this, you're wishing for this, but it also has the economic side under it. That's why only certain groups of people get things done because they have a written agenda that they present to these politicians backed up with economic power. That's the side that we lose in because we don't put our dollars behind our passion. We have to put our dollars behind it. Then we'll get more things done. And that's the point that I started to look at. And I said, damn. So but, you know, I said, well, man, I'll end up getting assassinated, you know, before I end up getting to that position because I'm not going to compromise. And that's when I said, I can't go into yeah. politics. I have to go into activism. And I chose to go that route. 
Oh, thank you for educating us. I never mm-hmm. knew that. I said, I never. The institution is so broken, though, Reza, because I'm telling you something right now. If we would just start looking at us and thinking that we were good enough yeah. for us, and when I say us, black, but we keep looking for acceptance from another group that will never give us our full credit on who we are as just right. who we are. It ain't got being black. I am black. I, okay, that's the elephant <laughs> in the room. I'm black and trans. That's the elephant in the room. But damn it, I'm right. talented. Forget black trans. Listen to my 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 knowledge. Listen to the jewels uh-huh. that I have, and help me develop who I am. Don't see what you want me to be. See who yeah. I am. I hate that we don't see right. who we are. Right, I say it all the time. Which is losing Oscars, and and then we want to feel bad if we lose certain things, and we shouldn't because we got to be good enough right. for us. I always tell that we got to be good That's enough. That's right. For us. That's right. I t- I tell people this all the time when they start going into um, the topic of police brutality, for example, when they start saying that, you know, it's normally when, you know, when I'm debating with people on the other side and they're like, well, the black folks would just comply. And it's like, you know, just comply. Just 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 do what they say. And it's like, you, you think we don't do that? We do that all the time. I said, you do know that when a police officer pulls us over, they never ask, are you a Christian? Are you a Muslim? When they put on the gun, they don't ask you Hebrews or like you pan Africanist. You black man, they don't ask you these questions. They see who we are. They know who we are. We need to see ourselves and know ourselves and know who we are. It's just that simple. The system is united about who we are. We need to be united about who we are. <laughs> Look at that one more time, please. I want that's what the name of this topic is gonna be. That's gonna be the name of this episode. And yes. remember that. You know what's so crazy reason you said something I said in my comedy and I say all the time. If the police pull me over, they see black. They don't give a damn if I'm trans or gay or LG. They don't. They see uh-huh. black. And you're right. I, I put my hands on the dashboard. My look in my purse. But you know, I have learned how to work the system, Teresa. Trans and when COVID came out and AIDS was so uh-huh. big, if a police come officer come at me, I ain't gonna even lie. Say I won't start coughing and say I'm trying to get to my medication. <laughs> If, I, if you're already afraid of me because of my skin, then let me save my life and scare right. the shit out of you to let. I know. I that know. Is, I know. No, that's, hey, I got you. <laughs> I've been a tricky world, so I had to learn to tricks to manipulate the world to what to be what I yeah. wanted it to be. So if I'm pulled over by the police and, oh, you one of them, I get the cough and I'm sick. I'll tell you anything because the objective is to that's get right, home surviving. to my children. Survival. You're right. You're right. You're right. And that is. I have had to learn those tricks and will teach those to my children. If it's going to say getting hostile, they want you right. to get hostile. They, they they push every button they can to put their hand on your heart. Why your heart beats so fast? Because I'm petrified yeah. for my life. But I tell them you should be for yours because I'm <laughs> contagious. What takes the hell mm-hmm. away from me? <laughs> get, 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 I hope you die or all of that. You right, right. Die. Yeah, you know, and I'm saying you got to y'all, and I'm saying it as a joke, but that is my real life, Reza. That is my right, real that's life. Often, I'm not stopped by the police often because I'm a I'm a good driver, <laughs> but for the most part, I, I, I drive legal. Down. Right, right Ooh. now. <laughs> oh. And it's 2023, and I'm joking about this, but the situation is barbaric because. You know, I still have to teach this to my children now. We yeah. talked about that. I, and I hate that. I would have thought that my kids would have been able to drive without, without Sad. no, I would have thought insurance was the worst right. of my problem. But 
Yeah, it's, not a- no, it's, it's a reality. And that's the main thing that I think that's one of the, the most powerful things we discussed was people forget the children. They really forget the fact that we have an entire generation. This thing doesn't end. We have to pass this down to the next. Then they have to pass it down to the next and so on and so forth. We want to equip them with as many solutions and not problems as possible so that they can get around the problems that we went through. That's what we're supposed to do. Give them the wisdom and guidance so that yeah. they can go through less issues because they, they, they're they armed. They know exactly what to do. Yeah, pops told me this. Mom's told me this. Yep, uncle told me this. Auntie told me that. I know what that is. I they, Yep, I see that. They gave me the map on that. That's what we want to give them. You know, and so we get caught up in this individualistic. I'm not trying to leave nobody. I want to live my life. And it's like, you got too many people right now who feel like they haven't lived yet. But it's like, wait a minute, you have children now. You have an entire life that, that you have to look after. So you can't just be out here, be irresponsible when this whole life is watching you and looking up to you. So they're going to do what you do, say what you say. They're going to act how you act. And that's something that a lot of people in this generation, you know, specifically, I know, really lose sight of. So when we talked about that, I mean, we covered that in almost every topic we discussed was the children. Yeah. Too many parents nowadays allowing teachers and the Internet to yeah. raise their children. Just like They're not raising their own children. And it's, it's scary because especially these younger parents, they don't listen to the elders. The elders, you know, they, oh, you, oh, you don't know. You don't know. The elders know because not because they, 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 they heard about it. They That's lived right. through it. They survived. Mm-hmm. So they could how to go this way instead of going that way for this reason. It's not that this is a, a faster way, but this is right. a safer way. Mm-hmm. These young kids and knuckleheads, and you do know that Generation Z, Z is the last letter of the alphabet. So after that, <laughs> I just gonna send this on close to earth, and we right. all gonna be. <laughs> That's real. No, this is real. It's real. And and this thing right here is the biggest gift and the biggest curse at the same time. This right here, it, it, it's 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 it crazy. Is. It can give you all the information you need on one hand, but it could put you in a trap and get you in a situation to where you can uh, self incriminate yourself for the rest of your life. I mean, it's just it's too many things, yes, man. And that's why again. I tell people this all the time. Do not put things on social media that you do not want to come back onto you. Just don't. You just don't. Yeah, because you know now they, they're going after the rappers yeah. like that. Uh, Rizzy, Rico now, what charges. Is that called? Rico. The, uh, Rico. They're using your words mm-hmm. against you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is right. So y'all making art imitate life. <laughs> it's, it's very real. This is I know art sometimes does imitate life and we live in fantasies, but now y'all were making art imitate life. So if I make a rap song and say, I shot up the grandma and blew up the train and that happens down the line, even if it wasn't me, but y'all going to use it at me just because I use those lyrics and I might've been in the vicinity. At- mm-hmm. It is. You said the reason I wish that y'all could get to these young brothers. I wish the Muslim brothers mm-hmm. could reach these young brothers. Y'all try, and I'm not talking about reaching back, going to where they at. You got to get up in their mind, but I don't know what it requires for y'all to well, get you up know, in their mind. Uh, you'd be surprised. I know. See, the thing is, it's not promoted that much. It's not promoted that much. Um, but we talk to a lot of a lot of them reach out to us, and I'm talking about the artists, the rappers, of course. And we always in the hood. You know that. That's where we we stay in the hood. So that's yeah. that's that. So they know us in the hood. But the social media, the way it's set up, is don't promote. The successful moves promote the hood, promote the gangster, promote that, promote the drugs, the money, promote that. But don't promote your spiritual enlightenment, how you eating properly, who's guiding you, how are they guiding you to, you know, have more morals, ethics, 
how you, you know, your manhood, your masculinity or your femininity, your womanhood. They don't want that to be promoted. I'm going to tell you this. Um, I was on Dream Chats with uh, Noriega and Noriega told me, he said, Reza, do you know that there is no artist development anymore in rap? He said there used to be, a, you know, artist development. They would teach them about credit. They would teach them about how to, you know, where to put their money, how to operate and in interviews, things like that. He said they took that stuff out. I said, I said, well, also, I'm going to tell you this. They also make sure to keep a division between the generations of hip hop, rap artists and things like that, because you will teach them the game about contracts. You'll teach them how to get their, their money. You'll teach them how to operate so that they don't get caught up in things and they make sure they keep you apart. He said, I'm he said, I'm telling you right now, you not know how true that is, is that they keep us divided. That's that's another thing. A lot of them are kept away from us. The activists, the researchers, those who have the knowledge, the wisdom, like yourself, the guidance. You've been through this comedy game long enough. You can give some real good game, but they make sure they keep people in between. They have handlers is what I'm saying. And it's just, it's a yeah. strategic thing to keep us away from our people. It still don't work. We're going to get to them. You know, it may take a little more time, but it, it's a real thing. I would love for the you brothers with men's and kind of brothers like you to get a hold of some of these younger athletes. I've watched what happened with Jay yeah. Moran just recently because he fled. Uh, they go from rags to riches and they don't have anybody in between yeah. to say, hey, $10 yesterday. Now you got 10 million today. Slow down. Calm down. It could all be taken yeah. away in a second, but they don't have strong yeah. men like you. That's what we need. We need strong men to get right in between yesterday hey. and tomorrow morning overnight hey it's gonna look good to you they're gonna offer you everything mm -hmm. think slow down understand that just like you get it that fast it could be that's taken true. away that fast. that's very true they need when they went out the uh, uh yeah irving yeah. curry irving i thought he didn't put that out he reshared something and they went after him and made him grovel and and apologize yeah. and took a takeaway and that is the power of money and power because when you don't have it and then you get it and yeah. you get used to it, you mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. I, I made my millions first because they. <laughs> yeah, you did say that too. <laughs> I, yeah. But they don't know God served me and God, cool. That that player loved Come me because I love and that's, him. That's real. That's where all the money really is. That's where the wealth really comes from. And again, mm -hmm. that's why I said the rich man will pay you for your peace of mind. He will pay you to have that because he ain't got that. Most of them are are living in hell right now. Millions and billions of dollars and they don't have anybody they can trust. I talk to a lot of them. A lot of them I talk to and they, they tell me all the time, Breeze, I don't know. I don't have this person I can trust. I thought I could trust this one. Now this one is doing this to me, man. I, I can't believe and we have to now go backwards. You know, how was your family life? And then teach them about certain basics. And it's like, like you said, these young brothers going from $10 to $10 million, they don't know what the hell to do. They go crazy. I mean, it's like you're like a child in the candy yeah. store, but the whole world is open to you now. You don't know what to do, no discipline or nothing. Here's the killer reason. They keep seeing it and then yeah. they keep repeating it. The guy uh, player in Vegas last year who had the car who hit the lady and killed her in the doll, speed, you know, because he had a, a, a $300,000 sports car and he was, I got millions of dollars. They feel invisible like you can do, like they right. can do anything. Money don't stop yeah. a bullet. Kobe Bryant, he rest in peace, was with his baby, $500 million, world-renowned. The, when the mm -hmm. helicopter went down, the money right. stopped That's it. That's true. Make him rest in peace. I thought Kobe was great. When I couldn't believe it. But I'm telling you, I hope I never make the Simpsons <laughs> cartoon because everything that... <laughs>
Yeah, the Simpsons happens. is cold. It's you know, they do the Simpsons. The Simpsons right. is the occult. <laughs> Everything that came to them been on the Simpsons like years ago. That's true. That's funny. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I hope Do I right, never please. make the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so you you say raise go. I I hope that when when people get a chance to listen to Laugh and Learn, and when they get a chance to listen to us on Intellectual Extremists next week, that they can see. We are two very different people that having a real conversation. This is all I want people to see. It ain't got to be this, 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 this. It can be one level, one people, one America. Mm-hmm. But but the, for the powers that be, like you said, it's so many inter- interferences that they follow because people right. don't know who they are in here and in here that they play follow the leader. So if it's not popular... Then mm-hmm. it's not working. That's right. And the, and the main thing that they are afraid of is the unity of the people. Because once the people are united, the system will fall. They know this. They know. So they have to do their best to keep us divided. But still, it ain't working. It ain't, it's not working. We will be united as a people. That's the fact. Uh, and like you said, even if it's I live on this block, you live on that block, we pass each other, we may go to the same grocery store, et cetera. We have our own areas, but we come together you know, for things that are needed and we don't have to attack each other. We can disagree with certain things, but we don't have to be disagreeable. We may not see eye to eye on certain things, yeah. but we ain't trying to take each other's eye out. We still want each other to, you know, be equal no. and have justice and fairness. So, no, you know, I, I think this is going to do a lot more good um, than bad. And some people may get mad at it. I really don't care because we're doing what's right regardless. They ain't not really took enough money <laughs> away from me anyway. I, I, I'm glad I'm not You know, it, it, it blows me. Um, reason that it was you was just making a point and i wanted to oh about us okay. living in the same I, I i tell my trans sisters and brothers and lgbt community all the time they don't it's not that they want to hurt us all the time or they want to see us you know granted there are some people who it's just i don't know for some reason right. they want to be violent and i think that's fear i believe that that is fear because if you don't understand then you go straight to fear but if you take the time to have a two-minute conversation especially with somebody right. as cool as me now my no other queens as cool as me. Let me just let y'all know that. But if you you'll see that, oh my God, this is just another person. The presentation is different. The lifestyle is different. But this is another human being. I, and I don't they you straight people and people outside the community don't wish it always wish to see ill will or want to see us right. not eat or hurt or, or. But when we come in with this attitude of like, oh, they don't like me or they don't they don't like what I. It's not even always the case. I understand the misunderstandings. And a lot of time it is just, I don't understand it. So it reversed me back to fear. And we as the LGBT community or trans go Man. straight to the defense. We go straight to the defense. Experience has taught me not to go straight to the, to the defense. That story I told you about Kenya Bears. And I didn't finish that story yesterday. So he saw me with one set of eyes. But by the time I finished explaining to him how much I enjoyed the movie and what the movie did for me, he looked at me with a whole different set of eyes. In two minutes, Reese, I changed his mind. He put his arm around me and took the picture with me and the body language said it all because I removed the level of fear that I'm not this. I'm just another person having a conversation. I couldn't enjoy the movie because I'm trans. I say the on. same thing everybody else say. It, it is preponderous to me, but I'm going I'm, I'm, to I'm stand alone for a yeah. long time. I do know that. Make some waves uh, and we're going to make some changes. Oh, that's a fact. See, Trust I me, this, this, this will do, like I said, far more positive than negative. It's going to be a lot of people looking like, wow, I can't believe I just saw that. And like you said, just have an actual conversation because the same thing with me, 
see mine the extreme is dealing with white people it's this that they're like wait okay you in the nation of islam don't y'all hate white people i'm like if we hated white people why am i not breaking your face right now <laughs> why am i not attacking you right now Y'all, he about six times. He got huge hands. I looked at him. <laughs> no, really. Uh, I'm like, come on, you know. So, but when we have a conversation, like, dang, why well, you? You know, you have families. You you eat too. You okay? You you want to be safe and have peace and you know just have a, a decent life? Okay, it's the same thing. But we have to treat each other how we want to be treated. You know, it's just real simple. I'm not going to come at you and be aggressive towards you. That's not how we do things. Have a conversation. It's just that simple. We're talking nation of Islam. Yeah, communication is a now universal I solvent. Question: Because you put up a post recently, I don't know if it was the old post or a new post, and it says trans women are 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 men dressed up as women, and trans men are women dressed up as men. I I I don't know if you were requoting somebody else or if that was your feeling or what have you. But let me ask you a question at very honest. So whenever you have a kid, because you're going to have children one day, a couple, quite a few of them. What if one of your children ever came to you and said that they felt like they were transgender? How would you personally that's deal a, with that? That's when I say a pregnant hypothetical, but I'll, I'll respond and I'll say, well, the first thing is I'll ask them what made them come to that conclusion. I ask them, you know, is there something they watched, something they read, something they felt? Uh, did, did something happen to them? You know, really going to the source of things because we all know there's a source, where, whatever it is, but there's something that caused that to click and turn on or anything. So I'd ask my child a question and I really ask them and analyze and then go into helping to educate them about what these things are. Do you even know what trans is? Do you know what that really means? Not, not necessarily or, trans, or baby. Yeah, you know what I mean? Really educate them. See, like that's the thing I loved about how I was raised. We were actually talked to and educated about this stuff. This is what that is. This is what they because when I was younger, I had cousins who were gay. So I was four or five, six years old. And I saw some things. What the hell is that? And my mom would tell me and my sisters were teaching me and my brothers educated. Me, oh, that's what that is. That's what that is. I was like, oh, OK. So they actually taught they taught me what this was. I'm not going to attack. I'm going to learn, ask questions, educate and enlighten. That's how it needs to be, because to be honest with you, in today's time, the majority of these children are falling into a trend because of what they're being promoted to and overwhelmed by and being propagated with. And they, they don't even know what this stuff is. I saw a video of, uh, right before we got on of a child. And I said, whoever the parent is of this child is extremely irresponsible and wicked. Because I said, that 10 year old didn't write what she's reading right now. This 10 year old child said, I'm a 10 year old trans non-binary. And started saying, you know, what about my lifestyle threatens you so much? They were reading this in front of the school board. I was like, you're 10 years old. What is non-binary? Transgender. Non I said, whoever this, the parent, whoever wrote that thing for that child is. I said, you are extremely irresponsible. Because if that's where the child gets to, then that means they've gone through experiences. They know what that is. They know what it means. Okay, if you can articulate it thoroughly and you genuinely have it in your mind, in your heart, your spirit, like you said, it's a thorough experience. It ain't a coat you put on. It's not a hat you wear. It ain't a pair of shoes you put on. It's much deeper than that. And most of these children, they don't have none of these experiences. It is propaganda and it is a trend that they are being conditioned to jump into for the most part in this generation. I can't speak for other generations, but this one, I, um, I ask, them, so what does that mean? They can't even define it. I'm like, okay. It's it's an it's an engine. Yeah. What else? It 
answer is that you were still willing to to work with your child mm-hmm. because I hate when when I hear parents say, "Well, I, I'm just going to disregard him. I'm about the my religion no. or whatever." I'm, <laughs> you have to uh, parents because I have some friends who have gay kids that they have just turned their back on, and I always tell them. As soon as you realize that the love for your child is stronger than what your child has become, you're going to be a whole person because that made you a whole man to me for real reason. If I ever thought anything else, which I never did, that right there was a bona fide great answer because at least you're willing to take the time to deal with your child. Now, I have my daughter. I got, I'm transgender. I got a daughter when she was 15 or 16. She's like, Dad, I think I like girls. I gave it no energy. I didn't feed it. I said, oh, okay. Okay. Two days later, she had a boyfriend. She picked the worst ones out the bunch, but she never looked back on it. Sometimes I think when you don't feed it, right. it just won't grow. That's not the cases, but in this case, it worked. Now, I almost wish she would get on a girlfriend. <laughs> I'm sick of this. <laughs> but I love that because and I, and, I, and I had a conversation with a young lady recently, uh, Angela Stanton, who has a transgender daughter, and they was all in a public all on Donahue, I'm not Donahue, on Dr. Phil and arguing and calling each other names. And and she and I, because nobody had listened to this woman. So when she talked to me, uh, she thought, well, I thought naturally when you become transgender, they cut their genitalia off. I said, no, that's not it's at all. So she was, uh, and nobody had ever explained to her. Everybody just attacked her for how she said about a child. So when she and I had a conversation, she was like, Flame, you made me know that it was all right. My daughter could still have kids. And she actually started calling her her transgender child her daughter because she wouldn't address the girl as her daughter. She was her son. And, and I was telling people, you ain't got nothing to do with that. That's her right. kid. I told you that yesterday. When it's your own kid, everybody right. else got to shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. That is her kid. Not your foster kid, not your adopted kid, not your step kid. When it comes from your own loins, baby, I mm, stand in front of a train now. for one. <laughs> that's real that's that's real and again just just to make it real clear for anybody who's ever thought you know again i i have family you know lgbt and uh and whatever other identity you know identification they may classify themselves as i had to because i wanted to make sure you you were updated with like you said some of the new stuff this younger generation and that this system is putting in the pot now you're like okay it used to be gay bisexual you know maybe maybe queer you know few few letters now this thing this this thing is blue it's, it's blowing up to a level now where it's like okay who's funding this that's what i was you know putting on the table is this system is funding the pushing of this because the majority of people that i know who are in the lgbt are not in support of most of the stuff that this government is pushing by using the lgbt that using it through that rainbow flag and they pushing stuff onto children and pushing this over here and it's like whoa wait a minute you saying i just want to live my life i want to live my life i don't want to force it on you i'm not trying to cancel you i'm not trying to prevent you from eating having a job whoa this is different but that's what this government is pushing that's why i wanted to make it clear there's no hate for nobody when it comes to that we have family we we family yeah so i'm I'm gonna hate you but i'm gonna be cool with my brother who kills his other brother because he's wearing blue and this one wearing red is that is that how we playing this game now See, I, I I don't go in that direction. I don't I don't yeah. agree with either thing, but I know for a fact that if I disagree with that, I gotta have the same energy over here. But I can at least love my people still and say, yeah, I may not like a behavior, but I love you. You my family. See, it's real simple. That 
That, and, and I'm telling you, is if people would stop trying to make it way more than it is and look at it in a simplistic manner or look at it, it wouldn't be so difficult. Because when you told me that yesterday about Europe said that they had a hundred genders, I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. And I said this, honestly, I said this can't come from nobody but a white man. And that's where it came from. I, I'm just, to be honest. It's, it, is, it is out of control. And I hate that they... They make some of our black brothers who have their finger on the pulse because I thought Nick Cannon was about to do something great with that whole Man. Dr. CB thing. But I I don't know what happened on the flip side. I don't know if he's still pursuing that. But it looked like when they was trying to take everything well, you away. Know I can tell you, shit. I'm actually in that documentary. I'm, I'm in there. Um, I'm in there. A lot of people are in that documentary. And Nick was saying because of all of what was happening, because how they came. At, I mean, they came at him. People don't even know. People have no idea how heavily they came at this brother. So, you know, it's that it was put on the back burner for a moment. He's still pursuing it. He did say he is still pursuing it for sure. Um, they still have some more things to record. And the last time I spoke with him about that was a couple months ago. But he's still pursuing it. Um, I don't know when the release date will be, but it was it was a lot. He had to pause it because it was a lot. They were he had to reorganize and rethink a lot of stuff because it was really big. I knew they messed this man up because this pullout <laughs> game ain't shit no more. I'm... Woo, Nick, baby, Nick can't even look at a, a vagina. Nick having two babies, three of them. Good. <laughs> Stop doing it. <laughs> I thought that was phenomenal. And, I, and when I experienced what I'm experiencing through my community, but I watched my sister Tiffany Haddish with all of that foolishness that happened with her. And I watched how they tried to manipulate yeah. and break my sister. I knew it. Yeah, I, I'm built to handle it, but do I want to deal with it? And so when I wanted to be this famous comedian or this this movie star or whatever, it really made me rethink my values of what I wanted as, as far as success. Because Tiffany always says that when we take pictures, but then people have to look at their own selves and say, what level of success right. do I want? Because what I want to bring into my psyche, the higher you get, the wider your blinds. Uh -huh. which we talked about that yesterday. When you open your blinds, you have put yourself Man. on the auction slab. I don't always want to be on the auction slab because I'll tell uh -huh. you to go to hell. But that made me really pull back to be like, you know what? I'm going I'm to stay who I am and stay very comfortable being who I am because if I lose me and I'm already a whole lot of a whole lot of everything, but if I lose me, I'm going to lose right. my mind. And I don't want to lose my mind. I don't have money, but I damn <laughs> sure want to lose my no, mind. No, that's real. Because I'm going to make them. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, and that's, I'm telling you, like I said, maintain your integrity. Do what you know you love. Stay right there. Because a lot of people sacrifice and did whatever to get up a little higher, just a, a little higher. See, a little more money, a little more status. And they are going crazy. They got to maintain it. That's why they got it. That's why they get yeah. so high, so drunk, do all that. Because they can't face the reality of where the hell they are now. And they are not happy with it. A lot of them. And then some of them try to maneuver and maintain. But it's like. This is how the game goes. The higher you go up, it's like you, this is where you want to go. And then they, they, you know, prick off certain people who they know are going to help you to maintain who you are. And they find them and they pull them off your family members, yeah. your friends and all that. And next thing you know, you look around and it's just you and that person who you thought you could trust. But it's a person who was set up to keep you and maintain who you are outside of who you really are. It's, it's a, it's a cold game. 
It reads, oh, that sounds so much like Whitney Houston's story because with the yeah. one, the bass, they, they get rid of so that, you know, it could just, oh my God, that's so scary. Yeah. Uh, could not go, could not go any further without telling you that Tesla Figaro, Tesla Figaro is the hugest fan of yours. She loves oh, yes. clinical analysts. My sister she, right there. She <laughs> loves make sure you tell my boy I say hello I say, I'm gonna make sure I tell him hello oh yeah we're from the same same neighborhood yeah I found that out a couple months ago when we were at uh, the revolt summit we were on the same stage and yeah she ain't no joke though she ain't no joke that's 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 a strong sister uh, and I appreciate all the work she does for sure let me do you ask the song asking you this question as a as a straight man mm-hmm. do you think that men are intimidated by very strong mentally strong women some of them are absolutely some of them are because what, they're. What is it going to take for a strong, a strong woman to get a good man? Ten. You know, I'll say it this way. The Honorable Mrs. Farrakhan said that the nature of the woman is to equal herself up to God, constantly striving to always be better. Right. So that's this is one side of it, because we have to look at the fact that this this system is in layers. How we become now is in layers. So a lot of women are being rewarded. Because they are looking at keeping the man down, specifically in our demographic, but keeping that man down, putting that woman in the position of leadership because we still want to control her. Talking about those who run the system. Then you have some of the men who want to maintain the status, but they are now feeling intimidated by these strong women when a strong woman is not a problem. I was raised by a strong woman. You were raised by a strong woman. We were raised by strong women. But how you handle that is a sign of your immaturity or your maturity. I don't mind a strong woman being next to me. That's a beautiful day. But how I look at myself as a strong masculine man is different. A lot of us are not mature. A lot of us are not that masculine. A lot of us are not confident in our education, our ability to articulate information and our talents and our gifts. We don't know ourselves. We don't know where the hell we came from. We don't know our own family. We don't know our history. We don't know our culture. And because of what we don't know, we're looking at somebody who does know what they know and they walk proudly in it. And that makes us look at ourselves as inadequate, even though we may not say that to a lot of people. Right. So there there are layers. Then we may not have that much money, but this one does. Or we may have money, but we don't have knowledge. See, there's layers. It's always layers to this thing. So if a man starts to work on himself, as we're taught, self-improvement is the basis for community development. If we want the community to get better, we have to better ourselves. If I see a strong woman, I'm going to ask her, what made you so strong? Let's just say I'm, I'm a man who's like, you know, dealing with his strength and I'm working on building it. I'm asking, what made you so strong? And, you know, she's like, well, dang, nobody really asked me that question before. And we have a conversation. Then I can help to bring her down to me and I go up to her. We could meet somewhere where we interact on a different level. We have to communicate with each other and stop, I would say, confronting in a negative way. Stop competing communicate stop competing that's the that's the main thing me being a heterosexual masculine black man from compton who's a six-figure earner i'm able to sit down and listen to a woman speak not talk over her all the time sit down listen to her let her have her space because she deserves that i have my own she has her own that's why we are side by side not in the front or behind and to be honest with you sometimes a woman does go in front sometimes she does doesn't mean that makes us less of a man. No, it's just certain things I don't mind sitting back and you shine. You shine because you deserve that. Or it's some same thing. You let me shine over here. That's what submission truly is. I'm going to end it on this point because a lot of people, like you said, 
the submissive side, people get that mixed up with being a slave. It's like, that's not what submission is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> people, they hear that. They're like, I want a submissive woman. It's like, wait a minute. First off, you need to give her something to submit to. That's number one. What value do you bring as a man? So where she feels like you are worthy to allow you to guide her. Submission is to give power over to by your participation. It's you participate. You're agreeing. Okay, brother. All right. I'm going to let you leave the house. I'm going to let you do this. Why? Because you're worthy of it. You got the knowledge. Clearly, you work hard. You know, you, you have integrity. Okay. You know what? I'll work with you. Vice versa. Same thing with a man. I don't mind. I submit to my woman, meaning she does what she does and I let her do that. And we work together. We have to understand what words mean and stop competing with each other. And that's the that's the thing that will help us, because this enemy really didn't want us to have good relationships. That's why they never wanted us to learn the science of mating. They never want us to learn that, because if we did, we wouldn't have all this gender war nonsense going on right now. Good God. Thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you something. Uh, you just educated some man. Some man gonna get a good wife just from them jewels you just knowledge. I hope. Around with giant invisible scissors all the time and go over people's head. When I say cut the cord because they're controlling you, cut the cord. Uh, Nobody. I'm, they say flame you out of control. I'm not out of control. I just don't need to be controlled. My mind and my heart, my spirit controls me. My Lord controls me. I damn sure ain't gonna let nobody tell me what to do with my rude ass. So you know how to be. <laughs> you see that on stage. You know how rude I am. Right. <laughs> but you always maintain respect. See, you, you see, that's the difference too. People just don't understand people because they don't want to sometimes. I, I seek to understand you. I want to understand you. That way, when you do something, I don't misunderstand it, then get mad. No, I know how this person operates. How do you know? Because I talked to him. I talked to him. I went out of conversation. That's most powerful those two things having communicating with somebody and hearing them clearly but listening to what they're saying to you mm -hmm. woo, i could give a million dollars if i get 10 people to listen yeah come on hear what i'm saying to you the what i'm pouring into you not a word that then pissed you off and you ready to go at me just listen to i'm gonna listen to you i'm gonna let you get it all out mm -hmm. i'm gonna hear i'm gonna hear the trigger word i'm gonna hear what you're saying to me that must be a gift that comes with a great, strong woman upbringing. Mm, that's <laughs> a fact. They're right. Either or. That's a fact. That's a fact. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> this, was, this was great. I, I just want to tell you, thank you so much. And I'm telling you right now, this is going to do wonders for so many people in my community to see this Muslim brother is talking to this trans woman and it is a real conversation. There is no <laughs> There is no disgruntled and argumentative conversation. We're just talking. Right. We two of them the conversation. Come on now. <laughs> but he's bigger than me, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you much success. I am so glad that you are back on social media where you belong so that you can help reach and teach somebody. Because I'm telling you, I listened to you. When I didn't even had wasn't very aware of who you were when the whole vaccine and the pandemic was going through, but it it was some things that you were saying. I, I think I was in the kitchen making a pot of grays or something. And I had you on the loudspeaker. And I was like, "Wait a minute, what?" I, uh, I'm like, "This brother got it." I'm like, "How old is she?" So when I looked at his face, I said, "Oh, he don't know shit. He only twelve years old." <laughs> and that was a that, and I said that out loud to myself, but I'm like, but I kept listening because. 
Uh, sometimes we think that we are so old. They say you can't teach your old dog new tricks. That's a lie. Mm. Because I'm willing to receive the information that you're going to teach it to me. If you talk to me and not around me, don't talk over my head. Don't right. talk around my back. Talk to me because I want the information transferred. Transfer your information to me because guess what? I might have some information I want to transfer back to you. Mm. That's right. That's right. This, this is Laugh and Learn. Reza, I want to thank you for coming and joining me. Now, where can we follow you at? Where can we find you at? Absolutely. Everything is under Reza Islam, Twitter, at Reza Islam, uh, Instagram for now. They should be good by now. is <laughs> at Reza maybe, Islam. Maybe not after Monday. <laughs> right, right. True. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Reza Islam IX. And also for anyone who would like to schedule me for speaking engagements, whether it's in person, different events in the community or on platforms like this, you can go to RezaIslam.com and click booking. And most of my um, I would say my content right now is on Patreon and Rumble, which are both also under Reza Islam. And they they will hear our podcast. They'll hear me on your podcast on when on uh, Tuesday, I believe. I'm thinking it's either Monday night or Tuesday. I'm, I'm still thinking which one should I hit them with Monday night or Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but it will be it's it's gonna be heavy. It's gonna be heavy, and it will be on Rumble. So make sure y'all go follow me on Rumble at Reza Islam because YouTube took your brother down. We'll see if we're going, you know, going to get back on there. But it will be on Rumble at Reza Islam. It is uh, such a pleasure talking to you, young brother. Let me tell you, from an old, I'm old here. I'm, I'm, <laughs> look, I would say I'm old enough to be your parent, which I really am. But I'm not going to say that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you young. You definitely young. It is the, the genuine conversation that you have had with me, the respect that you have shown me. The adoration of coming to the club and we talking, you took the picture with me. You know how what that means to somebody like me? It, it made me, it felt abnormal for you to treat me so normal, if yeah, you understand. I, I do. Wow. And this is the old queen. Right. But it felt abnormal to be treated so normal. You made me feel like that. Dave Chappelle made me feel like that. Tiffany Haddish. And I'm telling you, if we're looking for the negative, it's waiting on us. Yeah. But if you're looking for the positive, you might have to go over a hurdle and go around through the back door. But the positive is waiting for you. Sometimes you just got to put a little bit more effort into it. Wow. Absolutely. And I'm honored again to be on and, and to have this relationship and to always be able to communicate because we openly have a communication on both ends. It's not one sided, it's two sided. That's how we're going to bridge this world. And I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you so much, Mr. Reza Islam. Absolutely. I <laughs> we gonna see you don't hang up yet ladies and gentlemen you can follow me on instagram at monroe flame twitter at flame monroe youtube at flame monroe oh shit what else instagram at monroe flame but oh, here's the thing i want you guys to know that march 31st april 1st i will be at tommy t's in Pleasanton, california you can go to my bio on instagram to get your tickets and may 4th through 6th i'll be at yonkers comedy club in yonkers new york single to my weekend i'm getting drunk with all the latino people so come get drunk <laughs> I'm not get drunk and take off of my clothes. I'm just saying, get your tickets. <laughs> Every Monday night, we are at the World Famous Hollywood Laugh Factory on Sunset uh, for Free Voices at 7.30 p.m. with my co-host, Mr. Memphis Wheel. I appreciate iHeart for giving me my third season. I appreciate laughing and learning with you all because I could not do this without such brilliant flame mats and followers. But these conversations right here are the conversations that we should have that they don't want you guys to see publicly. So we're going to have these conversations so we can make the world a better place. Because here at Laugh and Learn, we are not trying to get you to change your mind. We only want to try to get you to use your mind because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Uh. And some of y'all done for real, so y'all need to be listening to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brother Rick. I appreciate you. Absolutely.
Appreciate you. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.